The following was recorded at New Church in Ventura, California. Jesse Giglio is speaking. I'm reading this passage, uh, and I know kind of coming out of our, our you know, Easter s- story, and we got into quite a bit of faith and doubt kind of stuff, there's this great passage in Mark that uh, I've just been reading and, and kind of reflecting on. I'll read some of it today, and we'll just make a couple notes. Um, this is the middle of Mark, Mark 9. When they returned to the, returned to the other disciples, they saw a large crowds surrounding them, and some teachers of, re, of the religious law were arguing with them. So return was Jesus is, had gone away with Peter, James, and John. He's, he, Jesus would need some alone time with the Father, and it's this amount of transfiguration experience, and it, it's a really interesting kind of surreal account, but Jesus needed to get kind of close to heaven again, and, and there's this appearance of Elijah and Moses, and Peter, James, and John are with him. So they have this really like, mountaintop experience, and they come back down to, to kind of the town where they were hanging out. So they returned to the other disciples. They saw a large crowd surrounding them, and some teachers of religious law or scribes were arguing with them. When the crowd saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with awe, and they ran to greet him. What is all this arguing about, Jesus asked. One of the men in the crowd spoke up and said, Teacher, I brought my son so you can heal him. He is possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk. And whenever his, whenever his spirit seizes him, it throws him fi- violently to the ground. Then he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast out the evil spirit, but they couldn't do it. So there's this, there's this scene that's sort of come up, right? There's this father who's, who needs help for his child. He's desperate for help for his child. Uh, he's heard about this Jesus story, this disciple, and he's like, I, 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 let's take him to the disciples. Maybe they can do something. And in these instances, these things are very public, right? So there's these other people around, like someone else, townspeople, oh, we've got to see this. Let's see if they could actually do it. The religious law, the scribes, like, oh, let's go check this out. This should be good. And so there's all these people witnessing this thing. And the disciples, to, to the best they can, they, they try to heal the boy. They try to heal the boy. They've heard from Jesus. They've seen Jesus. They've practiced some of this stuff. Like, let's heal the boy, and nothing happens. And then the scribes and the religious law, they just start laying into the disciples, like, man, you are following the wrong guy. What you're doing is, is, is blasphemous. It's heretical. You are on, on the wrong page. If it was God, you'd, you'd see results. So you guys are, are kind of out, out to lunch on this one. And so I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, Jesus is the real deal. deal. We're, we're, we're doing the right thing. Like, they're like, I don't think so. So there's a sort of debate happening because the religious guys were like always looking for a chance to put down Jesus and his guys, and there's crowds around. And I wonder what it would feel like. I was just kind of processing this, this moment for the disciples in that moment. What that felt like for them. And, and, and there's a way that we could kind of relate to that, to, that we sort of felt like you've been hung out to dry by God. Like, man, I felt like I was supposed to do this thing, and now it didn't work. And now all these people are sort of like around, like, arguing and, and saying, well, maybe I'm off base. Now, I knew, we, knew, we knew Jesus said to, like, heal the sick. And this guy has a sick son. Like, why isn't it working? Why, aren't, why, aren't, why isn't it working what we're doing here? And to kind of be let down in that moment, like, man, I had all this faith. I had all this faith to actually do something. And then like, wah, wah. And not only that, it's not even in the privacy of my home. home. There's these people like criticizing it. Criticizing it. And they're sort of like going through this really sort of honest moment, I think, for the disciples. Meanwhile, Peter, James, and John, and Jesus, who are like, you know, these are the, the, the leaders of the bunch, have kind of left, and they had this, their own experience somewhere else. These guys are kind of left with the, in the, with the people, really in the trenches. And Jesus comes back down, and, uh, you know, he asks this, you know, what's all this arguing about? I just, you always love when Jesus asks questions, because he doesn't really need to know the answer, but what is all this arguing about? And one of the men speaks up out of the crowd, and so the scene is, the disciples are here, you know, there's not exactly sure, eight, nine of them, maybe a little more. 
hanging out, and, and there's this crowd, and there's these religious leaders, and Jesus, what's all this arguing about? And, and the religious leaders, you know, where the disciples don't answer first, this is this man spoke out of the crowd. He's a teacher, and this guy, what, you're, what we get from him is he's desperate. He's like, that's the guy I need to talk to. Teacher, I brought my son so you can heal him. He's possessed by an evil spirit that won't let him talk. And whenever he's, you know, he, he, the spirit seizes him, it throws him to the ground, and he has this, has this attack. So this, this father speaks up. He's kind of seen this other thing. There's Jesus. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. That's who, that's who I was looking for to begin with, and I need him now. And, and so if he's talking talk with his disciples or these religious leaders, like, teacher, like, this is what's going on. And Jesus kind of rebukes everyone in this moment. He says, you faithless people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the void or me. And he's kind of disappointed at this scene. He's disappointed with the arguing. He's disappointed with the sickness. He's disappointed with the lack of faith. He's probably disappointed with his, you know, his disciples for, for however they handle things, and they're getting into an argument. And he's just disappointed with the whole thing. I think it's kind of refreshing to almost be able to lean into the idea that Jesus got really irritated. He was just really irritated with the scene of the sort of world before him. This religious fighting is this... this, this arguing, this, 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 the pain and suffering of the world, this lack of faith of people to serve all there. He's like, man, I, he's like, this really, he's like, this really bugs me. This is irritating me. And I wonder what it felt like to watch Jesus kind of get irritated like that. It probably feels a little bit uncomfortable. He says, you faith of people. So they brought the boy to, brought him the boy. Uh, and when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it, it threw the child into a violent convulsion. And he fell on the ground writhing and foaming at the mouth. So this sort of has this, has this reaction. Now, Matthew, this account's in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. In, in Matthew's account, he doesn't actually say evil spirit. The, the word in the Greek for, for Matthew's is, would, is more lunatic, which is actually tr could be translated to sort of epileptic as time goes on. So it's possible this boy, was, this boy has epilepsy. Um, and maybe it was, it was demonic, and maybe it was just sort of this, this sickness. And th the point is it didn't really, really matter. And we kind of look at the text that way, like, oh, was it demons? Was he just had, a, had, had epilepsy? Like, we're not sure. In this case, it, it very well may have just been actually epilepsy. He was just sick, and, uh, and they didn't know what to do with him. And, you know, he's, he's having these instances, and he's throwing himself in fire, and the boy's just, you know, suffering. And the dad is just suffering with the boy. So if the gospel writers come up with some different accounts of what the dad said, my guess is the dad probably said a bunch of things. He's like, I don't know. He's sick. He's a lunatic. He has a demon. Like, I just need help. I don't know what the thing is, but I know I need help. Man, and I think we can identify with that because sometimes we don't even know exactly what's going on, even in our own lives, our own hearts, or people around us, or the world, but we know we need help. I don't know if it's something we can fix in the natural. I don't know if it has a demon, but we know that we need help. I, I don't know what's wrong with my boy, but I know I need help. And what an honest place to be, too. I just need help. And, and if this gets your attention, then great, maybe that will get me help. Because he was just desperate. He was desperate for Jesus. And either way, however you kind of read that, it, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't change the point of Jesus' compassion in this moment. Right? I think we have those times where we're like, is this a spiritual attack or is it just me being an idiot? Right? Is this like a, a devil? Is that, is that Satan there or is that just something that happened? Right? It, and either way, it's like, Man, I just need help with this. And my wife called me a, 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 a week or so ago and she's like, the dog is throwing up all over the house, you know. Our little dog, you got to see how big it is. I'm like, I don't really want to see how big it is. Like, let me send you a picture. And I get home, and like the dog is like throwing up these big piles in our house. It's this little dachshund dog. And if you've seen animals when they throw up, they're like, they kind of shake real, they shake real weird before they're about to do it. 
I'm like, that dog has a demon. <laughs> Absolutely. Come out of him. But I don't know. I mean, the dog needed help. I, we don't know what's wrong with it. Right? But our life sometimes, we don't know. We don't know what's going on with these, these instances in, our, in the presidency and in and, and, and the world and, and I, why people are fighting so much, but they are. And we need peace and we need help. So Jesus kind of comes to this, and I, and I love Jesus. Even though he's irritated, he's, he's going to help anyway. I, I, I like that about God. You know, I, it makes me feel comfortable because I have friends and, and family and my own parents from time to time when, like, you just need help, and you know there are p- people irritated to help you because you kind of got yourself in trouble anyway, but they help you anyway. I like that about God. I think we could be comfortable with that. Like, God's like, oh, my gosh, you just did the same thing you did yesterday. But all right, I'll help. You know, it, it's, it's, it's nice to know. So they bring him a child, and he throws himself on the ground. He's foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy's father, and he replied, Since he was a little boy, the Spirit often throws him into the fire, into water, trying to kill him. He says, Have mercy on us. Help us if you can. Classic coming up from Jesus here. What do you mean, if I can? Jesus asked. Anything is possible for a person who believes. And, and Jesus, again, he's kind of coming off of this irritation of the scene. And then this guy asks him, like, if, if you can. And he's like, if I can. Like, it's just like, oh, my gosh, if I can. You, you have no idea. He's also come out of this moment, Jesus, where he was up on the Mount of Transfiguration having this really, like, uppity spiritual time. Right? I mean, this is a transforming time. The disciples were watching this, and Jesus transfigured. Like, he was kind of halfway back up to, to heaven. And he had this amazing spiritual high, and then he comes back down, like, now I have to deal with this. Right? Doesn't that go that way sometimes? You kind of come after a spiritual high or, like, a really good time, then, like, right around the corner the next day or the next hour, it's like, oh, yeah, this, right? And we're irritated. We're irritated with that. There's, there's a, the humanity of Jesus is irritated, like, ah, oh, I'm still here. That's right. I'm still here with these guys again, asking me if I can do something. Okay, right. Uh, yeah, can I do something? Yes, I can do something. And he says, anything is possible for a person who believes. And the father instantly cries out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. I do believe, but help me overcome my belief. So, so Jesus gives him a hint of, like, here's what will help your boy. Here's the answer. Here's how you can make your boy well. Anything is possible for a person who believes. I believe. I believe. I don't even know what that means, but I'm in I believe. If it will help my son, Jesus, I will believe. But help me with my unbelief, because I don't really know what that means. And I love the heart of this guy, because he's so desperate. He's so desperate for healing, for wellness, for health. He said, well, here's, here's what that looks like. I'm in. Do you, the guy says, I'm in, I believe. But I don't know what that means. I, help me with my unbelief. Help me with my unbelief. And when Jesus saw the crowd of onlookers was growing, he rebuked the evil spirit. So you could see more and more people are coming around watching this scene. He said, listen, you spirit that makes this boy unable to hear and speak, I command you to come out of the child and never enter him again. Then the spirit screamed and threw the boy into another violent convulsion and left him, and the boy appeared to be dead. A murmur ran through the crowd as people said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and helped him to his feet, and he stood up. Afterwards, when Jesus was alone in the house with his disciples, they asked him, why couldn't we cast out that evil spirit? He replied, this kind can only be cast out with prayer. Some, some versions read prayer and, and fasting. And so there's this really kind of beautiful turn in this story of a very honest person saying, help me with my belief. 
What a great prayer. That's such an honest prayer. Lord, I believe, help me with my unbelief. Lord, I believe you're good, but help me believe that you're good. It's a sort of paradox of faith that we live in. So much of the message is of, of, of Jesus, like, don't be afraid, but we, f- we fear God, but don't be afraid. We have to kind of live in that, in that place. Faith is that way. And it didn't throw Jesus off. He didn't throw Jesus off. He said, all right, here's how I'm going to help you with your unbelief. I'm going to take care of the situation for you. I'm going to take care of the situation for you. And the disciples get a chance to learn here as well, even though there was some element of failure and they're arguing with these guys before Jesus shows up, they can't do it. Jesus has their back. Jesus has their back. Everything's okay. He showed up. He's in control. You don't have to worry about it. You didn't have to worry about it. This man, help me with my unbelief. The word unbelief is apisteo, and it, apisteo, and it, it means like a want of faith or lack of faith or weakness of faith. And, it, and I think that's where many of us live in so many parts of our life. Just a weakness of faith. Like it's, it's there. We have faith. We have belief. We, we get it. But man, some parts of it are just a little weak. Some of it just needs development. Right? And maybe that's a different part for different people, areas you're struggling with. Like some areas you're all about, like, oh, I get it. God is good. He's got this. Isn't it always easier to tell it to somebody else, by the way? Oh, God's got this. It's going to be fine. But man, you don't always believe that for yourself. I had a friend calls today. He's, looks like he may be losing a job. His life's in chaos. Like, man, it's going to be fine. God's got this. He always has. But man, when I think of my own life, like, oh, I don't know. I've got probably, to probably take the reins here because I'm not totally sure God's got my life. You can get someone else's life. Man, it's just easier to say to somebody else. Because we have these parts of our faith that are just weak, and maybe that has to do with relationship or faith or finance or, or healing, whatever that is, your story, your future, your past. Like some areas you're fine in, and other areas, man, it's opposite. Like you're just weak there. You're just weak. Did God really forgive that in me? You're just a little weak. So I say, hey, God, this guy says, man, I believe, help me with my unbelief. It's just a great prayer uh, for you and I to process. And I love Jesus here. Again, he, he takes care of things. And he pulls the disciples aside. And it's almost like maybe he's cooled down by this point. You know, he's like, all right. He's like, you guys, you, you just didn't know. He's like, why couldn't we do it? Like, they're trying to, like, help us learn, Jesus. Help us learn here. Why couldn't we do it? And Jesus said, ah, this can only be cast out by prayer. And, it, and, and it's almost like you may be thinking, I don't know. This, this is epilepsy. You wouldn't understand it. So it's a different thing. <laughs> you know, it's a different situation for you guys. Let's just move on. And, and, and that's okay. He's like, just, just pray. Right? Just, just lean into this thing, this, this thing with prayer. But Jesus deals with this guy. He heals the boy. And anytime you see Jesus in these moments, and I, and I think this is good for us to hear today, you know, he treats the individual. Right? He treats the individual. He, doesn't, he rarely healed the same disease with the same way. He kind of deals with the situation. Here's what's going on. Here's what this person needs. Here's what the people around them need to see me do. I mean, some people went all the way to the grave, Lazarus, Lazarus, and they took care of him in a different way. Some people, it's, you know, he spits in the ground, puts mud on someone's eyes. He kind of deals with things differently. And so two things. One, Jesus, one, can deal with you differently. You don't have to worry about someone else's story, however someone else is figuring out their faith or someone else's healing or whatever book you're reading. Like, it's okay. Jesus knows you. Be honest with him in your unbelief. He knows you. He'll heal you and deal with you how he needs to. And also, as we hang out with other people, let's just be aware of the need in the moment. What's this person need right now? What do they need from me right now? How can I help? help? How can I bring peace? How can I bring peace? God, I love that you say that anything is possible with belief. And 
And Lord, we believe, but help us believe. We believe, help our unbelief, Lord. I pray right now, whatever that area is, for whoever it is in this room or someone on our minds, like it is just a weak area. Like, I don't believe that. I don't believe that about myself. I don't believe that could happen. I don't believe that will happen. I don't believe that should happen. Like, whatever that area is, God, I pray for strength there to help us with our unbelief. Thank you for your grace. Lord, thank you that you're God. Even though you get irritated, you still help. And we love you for that. Lord, we ask for peace. Peace on earth, Lord. Peace on earth in this season. Help us to bring that. In your name we pray. Amen. The preceding was recorded at New Church in Ventura, California. Jesse Giglio was speaking. For more information about New Church, go to n-e-u-e-c-h-u-r-c-h dot com. Again, that website address is n-e-u-e-c-h-u-r-c-h dot com. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you and yours.